This is the small business podcast that is sweeter than all the rest. Marketing, media, and cupcakes. Welcome to episode 13 of Marketing, Media, and Cupcakes. 13 has always been a lucky number for me, actually. You know, uh, it's also a lucky number for me. That's when my second child was born is on a 13. Yeah. my This is my wife, Angel. Hi. How are uh, you? Oh, I'm so sorry. Do you want to start that again? I no. apologize. I jumped in. No, it was perfect. I asked you a oh, question about 13. Sorry. Well, we no. don't normally do it that way. I usually, it's like, hey, John. I'm like, oh, hi. Yuki. hi I'm no, like, this Yuki. Way, we're, just, okay. we're just throwing away the format and doing work because we're Shucking just it out crazy the people here. Maybe with the bathwater. That's yeah, what I was going to say. There's so, other people here. There's other people here, too. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. But uh, we're a small business podcast for small business by small business and uh yeah 13 was always good because i remember when, like we had a friday the 13th and everybody be freaking out at school and if i had a test i oh yes i always did great <laughs> at the test on the friday the 13th so so our foley department today is uh <laughs> terry and renee dismore who were with us last week and uh, they are good friends terry actually participated in a part of our wedding ceremony he did we asked him first but yes he did and it was it was great and uh and his wife renee or nay is has a small business snacks with a twist yes and uh and we're talking about the and both angel and i have our own small businesses too and you know we're a different podcast you can hear a lot of podcasts and they're very impressive you know millions of dollars and you can do this and that stand on your head and that's all great but I don't know about you, but I've had to work really hard to get where I'm at, and I'm not driving Ferraris yet, um, or you know anything. I have a Miata. That's pretty oh, cool. There you go. But I mean, the question is, you know, I think a big part. A lot of people who have the dream, I want to start a small business, and then there, as we all know in life, a big butt comes yeah. in the way. So yeah. I, I don't. Well, you find out. Oh, I have to pay insurance, or I have to have an inspection, or I have to do this, and suddenly. All joy gets sucked out, and you think I can't, I can't do this, and fear gives in. So, um, T- Terry is a great, uh, has always been a great encourage. Both of them have been great encouragements to us. Tell me about fear and the fear. We all, as humans, have this fear of failing, mm-hmm. and nobody wants to fail in sports. Nobody, nobody wants to fail starting a small business. Telling all your friends, "Hey, I'm starting a small business," and then when they say, "Where'd the small business go?" Well, it's shut down. But that's a fear, and sometimes. We've had episodes where we talked about failure can be a great way to yeah. learn. Tell right. me about fear and, and how it works and how it shouldn't work. Well, I think uh, fear in and of itself, some people say it's false evidence appearing real. Um, and I, I talk about it from a faith standpoint, mm-hmm. that fear is not the opposite of faith. It is faith in a bad outcome. You oh. believe a bad outcome is coming, Mm-mm. and so like when uh, Nay was uh, uh, when we, early on, and we can talk a little bit about this early in our marriage for the first sixteen years, she was sick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but Wasn't we that fun. no, but we quit. Uh, I, there was a point we quit talking about her, and we're not talking about a cold. She was in the hospital. There was oh, life yeah. threatening things going on. It yes. was it was not pleasant. Yeah, lots we, of surgeries. Nine different times they told us I was going to, you know, not make it through the night, the day, the week. And we kept saying, no, that's not true. That's That's not who we are. So fear can come into play here in a couple of things. First of all, fear almost always comes when you don't have a good, clear vision of where you're going. And I heard you all talk on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about the lack of vision. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, we talked about this upstairs uh, last week when we were here for for our pre-meeting so you can assure that. We actually had something to talk about. And uh, <laughs> and so what I have found is when you don't know where you're going, 
and you don't know why you're doing something, you're almost assured that it's going to fail. Yeah. So with, uh, you know, for instance, uh, you know that I've done a lot of work at Ford dealers over the years. And I do work with Ford Motor Company off and on. Okay, which one? Did you realize that the Ford we know today is Ford Motor Company number four? Hmm. No. That Mr. Ford failed three times, and I mean went completely out of business before he had the motor company that became his multi, multi, multi multi-billion dollar business that it is today. He didn't give up. He didn't quit. He had a good, clear vision of what he could do. He knew he was mechanically inclined. He didn't have the good business skills, but he he got those and earned those and hired the right people for them. So we get into fear when we don't know where we're going. So when uh, I went to uh, a meeting with a, a group here recently, and they wanted me to give them some advice. I'm like, okay, what do you want to do? And that was their reaction. <laughs> so my next question was, well, what do you consider a win? Okay. Crick- crickets. I crickets again. And they're like, what do you mean? What do we consider a win? And I'm like, um, you know, when the Buckeyes play, we consider a win when they have more points than the other team, which is most cases in most cases. <laughs> yes. So what is your vision for what you do? And they, they said, and they haven't owned a radio station. They said, we want to use the radio station to get the word out about the church. And I'm like, okay, it's been on the air 30 years. Don't you think people have heard about it by now? What's your real vision? They didn't have one. So what could I do for them? Nothing. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you came to me, John, or Nay, if Nay said, uh, tell me where you'd like to go on vacation. Oh, a beach. Okay. Any beach. All right. So that limits it some. Yes. Tell me where you'd really like to go on vacation. Half Moon Bay, California. All right. Now, now I know where we want to go. There you go. Now, I have figured out how to get there. Now, personally, I could get in the car today and drive there. I wouldn't even have to look at a map. I know how to get there. I just do because I've been there. Wow. However, is that the best way to get there? No. No. It's a, it's a long, long, long <laughs> drive out <laughs> Interstate 80 and then some. Well, that's not the best way to get there. The best way is to get on an airplane. Now I have to plan the next thing, and I have to plan the next thing. But the ultimate goal is clearly in sight. Now, if I just told you, Angel, Mm -hmm. I want to go to Half Moon Bay, California, would you be able to do any of those things? Could you just get in the car and drive? Uh, No. Could you figure out how to get there by airplane? If I went onto the interwebs. There you go. You can get that information. That's the point I'm trying yeah. to make. Oh, is, sorry. No, no, you're right. I know you were giving me that one look, but yeah. the, the, the I don't want to go script with you anywhere. Yeah. yeah. We didn't script this, kids. I was a little bit, t- I was like, wow. No, but but you're you're right. I, you now know that's where Nay wants to go. Now yes. you can help us get there. Yes. And anybody can help us get there. But until she said, I want to go to half, saying, I want to go to a beach. Uh, there's a beach out at, at uh, uh, Buckeye Lake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, there's there's beaches in a lot of places. Where do you really want to go? So that, to me, John, and, and to answer your question, is the hardest thing for most people is get a clear vision about where they want to go and what they want to do and make it stick. Right. And I think that's why fear gets in there because they don't have a clear vision. Plus, uh, another thing is they, they aren't passionate about what they're pursuing. Mm-hmm. You know, I love, I love hospitality. As I talked last week, 
I love seeing people light up about the things that I do and the, and the products that they try and they eat. And um, I remember from a, your podcast a few weeks ago talking about your lemon um, uh, blueberry dessert mm-hmm. and how they call it lemon crack. You know, I have peanut butter bark that everybody calls peanut butter crack. It is peanut butter crack, people. I'm not kidding you. Mm. And so, you know, that that's such a shot in the arm for us that, and that's why we do what we do. And it takes time and we put all that effort in there because we're passionate about it and we know it's what people like and enjoy. And, um, you know, that keeps us uh, from letting fear get in there to get us to stop or to to go, oh, I, you know, uh, I, I, somebody else might not like this. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, you know, and we've watched uh, TV shows, reality shows like Bar Rescue with oh, John Taffer. Yeah. And, and you see people who buy bars, and you know what they thought. They went to that bar. They thought it was fun. They thought if that bozo can own a bar, I can own a bar. <laughs> and then they run it into the ground. Right. They don't know the cost. They don't know things. And John Taffer comes in and yells at them for 40 minutes. And, <laughs> and then... Maybe fixes, yes, he does. Maybe yes. fixes the bar, but more I think more than likely he leaves and the thing goes to crap again. Yeah. Um, Have but, you ever read the the after bar reviews? I, I yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Online, and and Some half of them go back the way they were. It's sure. like yeah. here's a guy that's made millions of dollars in the bar business. Why don't you let him tell you what to do? Well, you know why they don't? Is because they didn't have a good clear vision in the first place, or they just thought I can do it. I somehow I if they can yeah. do it I can do it and, yeah. and and again it's like looking at your pretzel bag at the store and thinking well I can do that you don't have a clue how that was made it's no different than people who I often get into video production like well I can make a nice I have a great how many times have you heard this radio uh, radio idea it's like oh I have a great idea for a radio show or I have a great idea for a TV show and yeah. I and I listen to them and I always say that's great for episode one what do you got for two three four five and six and they look at you like like. It, I don't want to, you know, poop, yeah. poop in your punch bowl here. But here's a simple fact. Here's a picture. But you know, here's a simple fact. Coming up with a good idea for a TV show, it's more than that. There's production. There's legal. There's copyright. There is writing, and uh, and most people don't realize what goes into. So when people say, oh, I want to start a cupcake business or whatever, they don't realize, oh, my gosh. Now, again, we're not saying that to put fear into you. No. But what happens is they start something and they didn't count the cost getting into it. And you know, and what we want to encourage you with this podcast is that you can, uh, if you believe, and this is, I think, something you guys would certainly chime in on. But if you think there's something that makes you happy, and we are people mm-hmm. that we've said for years that you know you are on this planet for a purpose, Right. And it makes you happy. There's probably some possible business idea that you can do because I do believe people pay for solutions. Sure. And you know when they when she had a cake this weekend, somebody you know it wasn't like a hey angel I want to buy a certain kind of cake that you make. It was like could you make this cake that somebody made me as a kid or something? And it was a bizarre recipe. And she spent all weekend working on it, and, and I, I think it turned out great. I don't know. I haven't heard from him but, yet. I'm going to have to find out. Oh, <laughs> the ambulance was headed that way the other day. So. <laughs> but, we, but we don't know because, you know, we we didn't have this cake as a kid. So it's but, – but the reason you didn't go to, you know, a, a grocery store and buy just a generic cake is – you paid for Angel to create that experience. Therefore, it right. costs money, like right. with you. So uh, tell, give us some – how should we get over the fear well, I think the first thing, as I said, was having a good, clear vision about what you do. And the second thing is knowing not everybody's going to like you. 
So uh, I see John over here on the uh, electronic equipment that we have in the room is using a Mac. Yay. And I use a PC. Boo. I know. (laughs) Now, I've worked with both, and I like both. But PCs have a huge uh, install base. But Macs have a huge market share in the creative world. Why is that? Well, part of it is that creatives are contrarians. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are contrarians that if you had 90% market share, that means 10% of it's going to somebody else. Somebody else. And 10% in an American-sized business is a huge amount of money. So not now here's an interesting little statistic. Not every car on the road is a Ford or a Hyundai or a GM. Why? Everybody likes something a little bit different. Maybe in the case of a Kia, like you all have a Kia. Mm-hmm. Like Grandpa said, if we all like the same things, we'd all be chasing after your grandmother. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you'd better stop that now. Yes. <laughs> but it, it, you've got to have a good, clear vision of where you're going to get past the fear because fear is going to be there. Fear's going to confront you because being a small business person to me means overcoming the obstacles right. to becoming a successful small business person. So, is, oh, go, go ahead. Well, so, Nate, I mean, weren't you afraid? No, I never even thought about being afraid because I did a, a lot of research, and then I, uh, I found um, the ECDI, which is an organization here in Columbus that helps incubate small businesses and then they had a commercial kitchen so i got the expertise the direction they led me through the processes in order to start out correctly instead of so when um you know they came in the government comes in to go over everything that you're doing and um because they will because they will they i passed without any problem and uh, and without any bribes, and um, that uh, helps your profit margin. It does. <laughs> yeah, is- you're right. And and the thing about it is, it not only helped her with that, but she didn't have to have that that concern going in that they were going to find. There's obstacles to everything that you want to do, so it's it's like knowing that I want to get to Half Moon Bay, or I want to get to the best cupcake in town, or whatever it is that you want, or you want to win. See, the thing about money and income and all that kind of stuff is that is all just scorekeeping. Mm, that's, that's all true. it is. It's just a scorebook. So Mr. Wexner has had a pretty good – he's put a lot of baskets up. Mm-hmm. Owner of the Limited and uh, Victoria's Secret. Yeah, and, all that and he lives near your house here. and he Not, you know, that, not that close. Not but that yeah. close, but, you know, <laughs> I you wish. can see the glow from here. Yeah. Yes, we can. Well, we but, hear his helicopter from time to time. Well, and the point is – he didn't do it by going, uh, well, I, I guess I'd like to have a clothing store. He decided he's going to have a clothing store. Now, interesting, everything that he does has to do with either clothing or personal comfort. Everything mm-hmm. he does. Nothing else. So that's something to keep in mind, too, is that Nay and I will never have a snack business that, that has a roller skate rink because hmm. <laughs> they don't go together. Didn't you mention a couple of weeks ago that somebody came to you and wanted, or that was on your first podcast, mm-hmm. you mentioned that somebody came to you and wanted you to make cookies, and yes. what did you say? I don't do cookies. Now, why don't you do cookies? Because they're a pain in the butt. But it also, <laughs> what's the title of your company? Angel's Custom Cupcakes. Yeah. Now, I know you're doing cakes now, but that's got cake in it, so it's Exactly. Okay. I've kind of had to you know, mold that a little bit, but yeah, so I'm, I 
cookies are just difficult. I mean, right. for me, right? They're just not. They're not my bailiwick. They don't. They yeah. take forever, especially the kind of things that people want, and it's not my skill set. So, and, and I think just say no. That's a major um, point of growth for any company when you get to the point where you say, "I, I am not going to do that." Um, for me. Uh, it's never been an option for Ondo Media to do wedding photography or wedding videos. Yeah, I, I remember you saying that. I would rather diffuse a, a landmine in Afghanistan than do a <laughs> wedding. Um, and here's one of the reasons. Is, it's less complicated, and if it blows up on you, it doesn't hurt as much. You, you've said it. <laughs> to give, to give up. Well, to give up a, a, a Saturday. Yeah. Which, first of all, I you know it's it, you can't you can make good money at wedding videos. So I'm not putting down the wedding business, but. Uh, it is it is high stress. It is one take only. If you miss it and you do something wrong, you deal with mother-in-laws and all kinds of and and so to me, the value of getting paid good money, but to go through that and for me now some people can bounce off that stuff. Yeah. I'm a stress guy. I worry about everything. I would rather do something that I can say, hey, stop, stop, stop. Let's retake that. But with a wedding, you can't do that, and that's too much <laughs> pressure for me. So for me, I've never made weddings a possibility. And I think that it, a lot of people think, well, I can't say no to anything. i got to say yes to everything. And I think mm -mm. you've mm -mm. got to say no to yes. things, especially yes. if you don't enjoy them. It's There's no way your product can possibly – have you ever known anybody who, who hated doing something – that did made a good product from this. Like I hate cars, and they made a great car. No, no. So, well, nay, has anyone ever asked you to? Again, you're kind of like me. Well, you do everything. I mean, I wouldn't even know what to do with a pretzel, um, other than <laughs> eat it. Um, but like, has anyone ever come and asked you? Is like, oh, well, these are great, but can you do blah? Yes. Oh, I. Oh, <laughs> since you're so good at this, would you make a? Would you do cut out cookies? I'm like, no. Well, what about wedding cakes? Uh, no. At the time, it was pretzels with a twist. Mm -hmm. And then they wanted, I said, I was, my business about uh, my gourmet pretzels are different. Mm -hmm. They're not where you can go in and find, um, you know, six, seven dozen different types. Mm -mm. You, you can't. Mm -hmm. And so they'd want me to make yogurt pretzels or chocolate covered. Sure. And I was like, no, they're not unique. Mm -hmm. Whereas my flavors are. Yep. And um, you're not going to find a uh, peppermint cocoa pretzel here around. I'm, mm -mm. I have not yet to find any. I'm not. Um, and so then that's our, our Christmas, our winter flavor. And um, tastes like a thin mint. <laughs> it, really it does. does. It really does. It does for those thin mint lovers out there. So, but. But yeah, you've had people come to you all the time and ask you to do that or other thing. Can you also do thus and so? But you've never had a you've never been afraid to say no. No. But do you know why all. she's not afraid to say no? No. It's because she knows what her purpose is. Okay. Right. Because when you don't, so it's an analogy. Now, John and I love trains, and you know that you both you ladies know that we do. This is an yes. analogy that I use. And a locomotive on the railroad weighs four hundred and twenty thousand pounds, roughly. That's and if it's geared correctly, it can go 70 miles an hour. And it can go 70 miles an hour from the east coast to the west coast. No problem. It can't go four inches to the right. It has to stay on track. Every track in the United States pretty much is four feet, eight and a half inches apart. If they make it five feet, it comes off the rails again. Again, it's knowing where you're going knowing how to get there and staying on track. And I know it's kind of a, it's, it's trite, no, but it's the truth. 
And so when you see people begin to diversify, for instance, we mm-hmm. take, you think of Walmart as being a diversified company. Nope. Mm-mm. They carry some groceries and home goods and a few. Now, some Walmarts have a little bit different selection. Like I was in the country here a while back, and it was a Walmart that had uh, cut goods, what are they, cloth, is that what they call them? Soft goods, you yeah, know, where they fabric, and, fabric stuff. and stuff yeah. like that. You don't see that everywhere, or yeah. it had a big gun section. Mm-hmm. You don't see that everywhere. In other places, you're going to find a different mix. But the mix is 80, 85, maybe 90% the same Walmart to Walmart across the country. And they'll put in a few other things, but they're not going to have uh, necessarily a uh, high-end lingerie department or, uh, you know, tuxedo rental. You never see that in a Walmart. Why not? Well, there's business there and it's clothing. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what we specialize in. Well, okay. and, and to some degree, your audience also knows I don't expect to find those things there. Correct. You know, because right. they built that. So it goes kind of goes both ways is that I do think, when, and it goes back again, we said this in several episodes, sometimes offering less is more. It and, is. And sometimes when, you know, I, I've had people call me up, and this sounds really weird, uh, John, we'd like to do a documentary, it's going to be blah, 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 and we're expecting a large film crew, and it's a big budget. And you might say, well, John, that's great. It's like, no, I, I actually don't enjoy working with lots of people yeah. uh, because it dilutes the vision, and I like working one-on-one. So the first thing that I lose all my joy of is I, I have to start hiring people and, and going through unions and different things. God bless them, but for my business, that's not what I like to do. So I, I said, you know what, this is great, but I'm going to recommend some other companies in town because this is not what I do. I work on smaller projects, and I'm totally happy with that. And I, and I, and I have a niche there. And, and I think Angel's Custom Cupcakes is, is similar in the same sense that you can. She's developing this brand of here, Stumper. Yes, <laughs> well, I have a. I, I need a Queen, Queen Elizabeth cupcake from the 13th century, and she will probably figure out how that worked well i think that's where i so i and i'm right i'm taking all these notes because they are um terry and they are just again they're our friends and yet i've never really asked them these questions we always have so many other fun things to discuss um and but food to eat yeah well always always but it's that is the one thing i've i've always someone's always said if you don't want to shop what do you want to do with this and i've always kind of jokingly said oh i just want to do this for when i retire yeah. And I said, if I could just find a little restaurant that just needs some desserts made a couple of times a week, wouldn't that be great? Well, instead of just mouthing that, maybe I need to really write that down and look at what does that really look like? What right. is that vision? It'll help you. And, you know, I do a ton more. I've done a ton more cakes this year thinking that somehow I've distorted this cupcake vision. But you just made it OK when you said, well, there's cake in there. Yeah. Because so, yes. I literally was like, okay, what happened? I did all this stuff to make it cupcakes, and I've made more cake for people, cakes, full-size cakes, than I've done cupcakes. And I'm like, wonderful. well, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> I, the, the thing that I think, uh, and again, we're just so appreciative of you listening. And if you like what you're hearing, subscribe to our podcast. Give it a good rating because we're trying to – we're building this up, and uh, we're a fairly new podcast, but we're here because we really want small businesses to be encouraged, inspired, and uh, uh, realize that there is a dream out there you can live. Um, and what we were talking about today was fear, and it really goes back down to our show previously with Terry and Renee where we talked about it, it comes down to vision. If you don't know, you know, it's just, I, I don't know how I love aviation, and I don't know how planes fly. 
in the middle of storms. You can't see out the windows. I'm a visual guy. They're just working off that radar. But that's because there is a vision there. There is a navigation. It's been plugged in. There's waypoints. Mm -hmm. And that's how business needs to work. So if you're living in fear now, I think our encouragement to you is, what's your vision? And when you start putting in those navigational, what we call waypoints in, in aviation, um, that you can say, I got to get to this point, and then I got to get to this point, and then I got to get this point. Next thing you know, the fear is gone because you know where you're going. Right. Now, and, and if you realize, hey, I lost an engine. Okay, well, we need to put a new waypoint in. We need to land the plane somewhere. But the point is, you're, you're, it's not, and there is an episode I want to talk about this with Angel because we, we deal with this a lot, is the crisis management mentality of a lot of places. Mm -hmm. So, um, and that's something that I think a lot of business, I think that's what drives a lot of small businesses into business is because people say, I can't work at this place anymore. It's just all crisis. So, you know, make, uh, I hope whatever, whatever it is you're doing with your small business, don't let it be about the crisis management and, uh, and be encouraged. And, and one thing I'm very proud of is, is Terry and Renee, and they're as close as, as to anybody to us, but we, have, we surround ourselves with positive mm -hmm. people. Yes. If, you've, if you're around people who are like, why are you doing this? What is this? Are you, yes. Then you need to like unfriend them and move away. I, I, and I, I say that with all due respect, but you can't have negative people constantly yelling at your product. And I'll let you guys kind of take, uh, take the lead with the last comment or something. Well, it's true, and I think that and I was going to say that to Angel. Always, um, if people start speaking fear, you know, oh, I just don't know how I would do that, you know, kind of shut that down pretty quickly. You want to surround yourself with people who believe in what you're doing, mm -hmm. and not that they want you want them to fluff up your skirt or anything, but sure, you know, I would like them to fluff up. He my would skirt. like that. Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to get that can, out of my uh, head. Me too. Come out mental picture. Um, <laughs> But uh, you want people who are going to um, cheer you on. Yes. Uh, I love that about the ECDI. While they were instructing me and leading me and guiding me in the processes to be a, you know, a good company mm -hmm. uh, and have the right labels, the right bags, all that kind of stuff, they were cheering me on. Mm -hmm. You have that guidance when you have your those people around you, mm -hmm. that takes the fear away. And also, I, quite frankly, Terry asked me uh, a few months ago, he goes, you want to retire? You know, you want to just not do anything? Not that that would be possible for me. Mm -mm. But I said, no, because this is still a lot of fun. I enjoy this. I want to see it, the vision fulfilled. Because mm -hmm. I can see it. I've, I've seen it from the very beginning, how this could be and and I believe in what I'm making, I, and I enjoy it a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, just one more thing to go along with what you said a minute ago about having uh, people around you that are positive. So positive people put fuel in your tank to continue you toward your vision, to continue you toward your vision. Negative people siphon the fuel out. Yeah. And you That's can't true. afford to run out of fuel. No. You've mm. got to keep going where you are. John, thanks for having us in. Yes, Man, thank I really you. We're so glad it. to have you. Angel, oh, thank amazing. you so much. Thank you, thank you for sharing with us today. And again, please like the, the podcast, uh, share it with your friends. But wherever you're at, I hope you're encouraged today. And thanks for listening and keep living the dream. Connect with John and Angel via Facebook and Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Marketing Media and Cupcakes is a production of Ondo Media.